podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Coombe Cassis for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. We're in Morecambe, the home of uh, Mr. Tyson Fury. Delighted to be joined by Mr. Tommy Fury. Tommy, how are you? I'm good. I'm not too bad. Um, just training, training and training. Nothing much, no, nothing nothing to do, is it? It's camp life, isn't it? You know, you, you come to the gym, you come back and then you're just doing this. I obviously caught your session today, your... Uh, well, your second session there. I was at your strength conditioning today in Liverpool, but um, seeing you work with your dad today, it does seem like you're kind of you're maturing in terms of power and speed. It seems to be kind of all working for you at the moment as you're developing still. Yeah, it's all um, it's all coming together now. Um, every day I come in the gym, you know, I've got Sugar there, I've got Tyson there, I've got my dad there, and it's a perfect team for me to do well. So all I've got to do is knuckle down and listen, which I am doing. You know, I'm 21 years old. I'm living, you know, in a camp. I'm away from home, away from all the distractions, so there's nothing more in my own head that I could possibly do. You know, I'm living here like it's a world title fight, and it's, it's a sixth round at the start of my career. You know, I'm, I'm doing everything by the book right, and that's how, that's how it's got to be, you know. Um, this boxing, you got it's all or nothing, and I'm going to give it my best shot, I'm going to leave no stone unturned, so every time I get in there, I know in my own head that I've done it all. I suppose when you come out of... Um Love Island people automatically would kind of question, yeah, like how serious is Tommy going to be about boxing yeah. now because he's had that kind of life as well. But yeah. you was always insistent is that your your main thing isn't like a TV reality star. You are a professional boxer. Well, that's it. You know, obviously you know yourself. Before any of that stuff happened, I was in the gym every day. I was I was training. Fifteen. I was fifteen. You know, I mean? yeah, no, you know no. what I mean? I was I was sparring big events. Time Tyson spar partners. Everybody. Um, but I just hope it's shown to people now how serious I am about it because I could have easily gone down that other road, that, that easy road of not really doing anything, getting you know money for posting a picture up and doing whatnot. That's that's the easy road. But I said to myself as soon as I got out there, I don't want to live a life, you know, an easy life. I want to work hard for something and at the end of it I want to sit down and be happy with it. Because I knew for a fact if I continued with that way of life, I wouldn't be happy in 20 years' time. Hmm. I'd be sitting there... <laughs> I'd be sitting there and I'd be thinking to myself, you know, what have you done? I've sat on an island for two months, done absolutely nothing, come out, took a few pictures, and that's it. But boxing, I want, I want to go down history. I want to win titles and I want to, you know, fulfil my dreams. And that's being a world champion. And I've always said that from being 15 years old, and I'm still on that path now, six years later, and I intend to do so. Mm. And with having a dad like yours as well, yeah. who would always remind you of what you already know anyway in terms of that, wouldn't he? Yeah, for sure, definitely. You know, it's it's good having my dad around because every day, you know, he kind of reinstates that goal in your head. You know, this is why we're here, this is why you're doing it. Do this, do that. You know, it's it's nice, it's good because sometimes, you know, after training gets a bit repetitive, you know, you wake up, you go to the gym, you come back, it can be the same thing. But when you constantly know why you're doing it and why you're here, you know, just it makes it makes you train harder. The motivation stays there. It's it's not hard at all. I got many messages all day, every day, asking me how do I stay motivated. You know, when I could easily go off and do other things, and I say because once you know what you want, it's very easy. And I I truly believe it. And anything that you do. 
Absolutely. So, as regards for a fight date for you, is it is one pending? Are we going to hear an announcement? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely one pending. I um, can't really say too much because it's not been announced or anything like that, but definitely keep your eyes peeled and when I get back in this ring, there's going to be some serious damage going on because I've been training for about six months now, every single day. I just want to get out there and show people what I can do because ever since I started boxing, my first two fights, you know, one was in December, the other one was in March, and then I went in there, that broke things up, then I had a fight in December, and now all of a sudden it's ten months since that. It's not been flowing, so now when I get back in the ring this time, there ain't going to be no long layoffs, there ain't going to be no, you know, ten year gaps in between doing other things. I'm going to be fighting regularly, you know, match fit, matched right, I'm just getting better and better. Hmm. Um, I do want to ask your opinion on the whole Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul yeah. story. I don't know how serious it is at the moment, because we've not heard anything kind of concrete as far as I know, but... What is your thoughts on, on that? It's I don't know. I mean, Floyd, for starters, in his career, he's, you can't take anything away from him. He is one of my favourite fighters and many others, you know, in the, for me, in the top five greatest to ever do it. He's earned his stripes. He's, he's done whatever he's done. You know, That was his boxing career. But I'm not being funny. If I was Floyd Mayweather and somebody said, do you want to fight a YouTuber for, I can't even tell you how much money that, that's going to generate. You're damn right. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't you be a fool not to? You know, some people are saying, is it going to tarnish his legacy? Not really, because I've I seen his legacy stop. You know, before the McGregor fight, that was his legacy over. You know, these fights now, they're sort of like gimmicky fights that we all know he can win. But the Logan Paul fight, you know, it, if it makes money, it makes sense. And you, you hear that so many times, and I'm sorry, but for the millions and millions and hundreds of millions that's going to regenerate. You'd be a fool not to take it. Why wouldn't you? When it's easy money for him. But I'm not sure how they're going to do it because one fella's a heavyweight and the other one's a welterweight. So I, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I listen, I, I tend to agree with if something sells, there's a market for it. Yeah. It should happen. But then you've got boxing purists and I was talking to your dad about it who's like absolutely like, you know, for the, for the love of boxing ahead of things yeah. like Social media numbers, even pay per view, yeah. etc. It's like because a lot of listen, a lot of fights would sell if you pitch someone like that against someone of like course. that. But for, as in terms of a spectacle, should it be happening? Yeah, yeah. Because the one thing that I always say, you know, after it's all said and done, and you fought your fights, you've had your career. The boxing purists are going to move on to the next. You know they're always going to be there. The boxing purists ain't gonna they ain't gonna pay the bills. You know they ain't gonna be around forever. You know money's hard to get out there. You know in today's world. So if you got a platform to get that type of money, use it because you don't know what is around the corner tomorrow. And if I'm not going to take a fight for hundreds of millions of pounds because a boxing purist says to me that this fight is not a proper boxing fight or whatever, I'm not going to care about this man's opinion. If you're slapping two, three hundred million dollars in front of me, I don't, I don't care what Steve of the Glasses says. On, I don't care. I'm gonna fight. Well, it's not even a fight. It's easy money for him. So to secure my kids' future, give him a better life. Of course, I'm gonna do that. Hmm. And that's not the same. It's like where I suppose fights take place in places like Saudi Arabia, yeah, and, and abroad because financially for fighters, it's a lot more beneficial. Yeah. And that's not quite the same thing, but. The fighter's yeah. probably thinking, yes, we would like to have, like, you, you, 
your brother's fight with with Ajo's to yeah. do an example, like yeah. yes, of course, I'd be devastated if that fight don't happen here. Please, yeah. let's get it right. Like we all would, yeah. But financially for them, if they can earn them like a lot, lot more money elsewhere, who, who is me or you to say that's what I'm that saying? Shouldn't happen. And I know people's arguments are going. Yeah. Well, how much money do you want? Well. I don't know. I'm not in that position. Exactly. You know I mean? I'm not yeah. in that position to. I'd like to be in that position where I'm not. Oh, listen, I'm getting 50 million there. I can get 100 million there, but let me go with the 50 million because 50 yeah. million is enough. I'd like to be in that position. I'm not, but you know. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's like boxing's too hard of a game. Do you know what I mean? When you fight and you've gone through training camp, you've done the best that you can, and you want to reap the rewards. You you want to get as much as you can out of it because boxing is too hard to do for free. Now. When you're talking about fights like Tyson and Joshua, that fight there would engross so much. But let's just say, I don't know, 10 million a piece, right? That is not chump change. That's life changing money. Mm. But when you're talking about this this type of fights, you want to get the most out of it. So if, oh, if I was in their position and somebody said to me, right, you can have the fight, you get paid 10 million a piece, you can have it in Wembley, London, no problem. Or you can go to Saudi Arabia and get 100 million a piece. What do you want to do? You tell me. What do I want to do? Where do I sign? And that's just the way it is. But if you applied it to most people in whatever position and whatever job they do, I guarantee it. I put everything I have down. Yeah, that if you said to anybody on this planet, yeah, fighters, non-fighters, Wall Street people, McDonald's people, yeah, do you want to go and flip a burger in McDonald's in London and get paid four pound an hour, or do you want to go and flip a burger in Saudi Arabia and get paid a hundred pound an hour? What are they going to do? That everyone's going to make yeah, that if you financial apply it move. To context like that, then of course, yeah, no. everybody's going to do the same thing because you'd be stupid not to. It's the only sport, like really, that people actually care about. Yeah, kind of purses and what people are earning, etc. Yeah. And I know football to a certain degree they do, but boxing's like it's different. You know, isn't it? it's, even in footballers, they're on, they're on mad salaries a week and everything like that. But a big fight, you know, it's it's like Floyd, May Floyd Mayweather got three hundred million pound in one night. One night's work. You know, I mean, everybody's intrigued to see how that, what that man's doing, what he's earning. You, know, you just are. Yeah. Like no matter who you are, you want to see this man fight. How much do you get paid for that? You. That's the question you automatically ask. Yeah. And it's just the way it is. Mm. We'll see how that pans out. Anyway, I'm not sure how much legs this has, but uh, it wouldn't surprise me in today's world. It wouldn't. Stranger things me. have happened, doesn't it? Absolutely. Um, you've been obviously. In camp now with with Sugar as well, who's here yeah. has been here for a couple of weeks. He will be here for a little while. Um, have you seen kind of that relationship blossoming between your brother and Sugar? Good, yeah. Like I say, I mean they've only had their one fight together, um, but you can see after that one fight that they just gel like this. You know, well, that's probably not a good example, but they gel like this, um, and they both understand understand each other. You know, Tyson trusts him. You know, he trusts Tyson, so it's a good match. And when I see him working, you know, in the gym every day, it's you can just see that it fits right, and all the stuff that Sugar's telling Tyson to do, it fits well, and it's the right sort of stuff that he needs to be learning. And he's, you know, he's on fire. He looks like he's going to fight this week in the gym, and that's that's just him down to a T, isn't it? He, he treats this like no other. You know, he he's training all the time, 24/7, and for a big man. To get out on the road every single day, repetitive, you know, five, six, seven, eight, ten miles a day. Mm. It takes world championship material to do that. And that's why he is where he is. But him and Sugar, I believe, I've always said it, they're going to reign at the top for however they want to. 
You know, there's no, but there's, there's nobody out there to beat them or even give them a test, in my opinion. And that's just the way it is. Mm. You dropped him the other day, didn't you? I see some footage of you. Yeah, I'm still waiting for my belt. The WBC are uh, taking liberties at the minute. They said it was coming in the post of the week, but it never came. So I'm just taking his off the mantelpiece for the time being, walking around it. <laughs> oh dear. Um, but there's a lot of heavyweight fights that will happen this year, and obviously, yeah. Um, which you said, Usyk and Shizora now. It's obviously Dylan White's got his rematch with Povetkin. Yeah. AJ Pulevin and Tyson, hopefully with Wilder, December nineteenth. So I think I think the heavyweight's the best division out there. You know, bar on, especially now because it's thriving. Um, there's no other division like it. I mean, it's like the other day, Dillian White and Pulev, um, Dillian White and Povetkin. Who would have seen that coming? I said, did that shock you? It did, and it didn't, because I, I was talking to my dad before the fight. You know, the morning of the fight, we were saying who's going to win, what's going to happen, and I said, Dillian White should win. But if Povetkin knocks him out, it won't surprise me because he's been in with everybody. He's got the experience and the last thing to go is your power. And if he hits you on the chin right, you're going to go. I don't care who you are. And Dillian took his after ball for like that, like literally that. And he was on the floor. He was he was knocked out before he went to the floor. And that just shows in that game, you've got to be switched on all the time, every single second. But I'm sure he'll make adjustments in his training camp, but you've just got to be careful. You've got to be switched on every single minute of the time and... Maybe he should have jumped on him a little bit sooner than he did. You know, he gave him a couple of rounds to come back to his uh, his senses. But if that would have been me, I would have been all over him. You know, that age, I'd been leaning on him. Because Dillian White's a big man. Mm. Should have been leaning all over him every single second, drain him out. But um, that's for him and his team to say, isn't it, really? Mm. Well, anyway, we've got three and a half months left of the year, so... You just kind of just want to write this year off, don't you? He's doing a way, but there is still a lot in boxing that kind of can and possibly will potentially happen so in boxing there's so much to happen now that could make up for the rest of the year yeah but if that happens I don't know because look look where we are now you know the curfew's just come back into place isn't it everywhere's locked down at 10 o'clock you can't do nothing it's I don't see us getting any further forward um, and I do see it going into next year as well so you just got to kind of take every day as it comes but it's hard for fighters and every other sportsman really mm. but I don't know, fighters, in, fighters especially, because it is so hard. And it's hard to train without a date. And when all this stuff is going on, oh, you're out, you're not out, it's been cancelled, it's been rescheduled. It's very hard to do. So mm. I do my thoughts and prayers go out to them. Absolutely. All right, Tommy Fury, thank you very much for talking to Eiffel TV as always. And, um, yeah, hopefully we'll get a chance to catch up with you soon. Perfect. Top one. Cheers, mate. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.